WNRI Winsocket. The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe. I'm your host, as I am every Tuesday evening, right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial. And of course, if we're Facebook friends, Facebook Live. You can catch us after the fact on Facebook as well as Anchor FM. Okay. Um, this is a show for you guys, the consumers. And hopefully... What I do is I educate you about the real estate process, whether you own a home, whether you rent an apartment or a home, uh, you want to sell a home, you want to buy a home, or you're just curious. You are happy doing whatever you're doing and you just want to learn more about the process. That's what I do. I'm here to spread the information out and inform you. Um, in case this is your first time tuning in, my name is Joe Luca and I am uh, a realtor licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts and I work at a company called... Remax Preferred. Our office is in North Providence. And, um, you know, I love my job. I'm very fortunate. I, I get to help people with one of the largest financial transactions of their life. And it's their home. You know, it's a very subjective personal experience. And it's a big step. And my job is to basically uh, remove the stress or as much stress as possible and the challenges. And then uh, if there are any surprises, try to mitigate the impact they have on the transaction. Okay, so we have, I'm very happy to say we have a fantastic guest tonight. We've had a couple of good guests the past several weeks. Uh, tonight we have Al Robinson Jr. from LaPointe Insurance. Hello, Al. Joe, Luca, how are you, sir? I am doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. And I'm actually, I'm the fourth, but Junior is fun. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's I'm okay. The fourth. My bad. Okay. It's okay. Because um, my dad obviously is the third. The third but right. Al Jr. was my nickname growing up. So that's uh, fine. I'm okay. okay. With that. All right. <laughs> awesome. Well, so Al, as I said, works for LaPointe Insurance. And last week, if you were listening, you heard me reference Al because I was talking to George Metz from GMetz Moving and Storage, 401 383 uh, oh, I'm drawing a total blank on the number right now. My apologies. <laughs> okay. Um, but George Metz from GMetz Moving in Storage, we were talking about there are certain situations when it makes really a lot of sense to use a professional mover, especially when it comes to, I'm going to use air quotes now, potential liability when yeah. you're doing it yourself or you know, having friends do it or hiring someone that's not a professional, that's not licensed, it's not insured. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to talk about some other issues in uh, regard to uh, home ownership, buying a home, selling a home, and why insurance is important. And it's something that's not, I don't want to make, make it sound like it's complicated, but it's not as simple as they make, they make it seem on a lot of these TV commercials, okay? You know, they make it seem like, oh, it's really cheap and you can do this. You know, folks, insurance is really important because you don't want to find out that you don't have the right coverage when you need it, 
You know, you don't want to find out that, oh, I didn't have replacement cost on my house as you're watching it burn to the ground. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a bummer. Okay. Um, just want to jump back. George Metz, GMetz Moving and Storage, 401-383-6399. I don't know why I drew a total blank. <laughs> so easy. Uh, but George was here last week. They're our, uh, one of our sponsors. We're really appreciative of George being here, being our partner, and also being a sponsor. We want to thank John Dolbeck at uh, Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Uh, John can not only help you with your home purchase, but he can also refinance you. If you have a mortgage that's more than six, seven months old, Give them a call because they might be able to save you some money um, and, or shorten your term, okay? So 401-321-4401 is the number for John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. And, of course, the premier closing and escrow and title company, Beacon Title and Escrow, Anthony Betancourt, is the managing partner. And Rich Nicholson is the attorney partner. Uh Education again, it's all it's so important when you're buying or selling a house, and Anthony does a great job at every closing uh, with Beacon Title and Escrow. So, we got all the housekeeping out of, out of the way. We want to talk a little bit more now about insurance yep. and the term potential liability. Now, I was referring to movers, right. okay? Yeah. That's kind of like an easy one that we can jump into, and we'll talk about some of the other things later on sure. in the show. But tell me, you know, I, I'm, a, I, I'm a homeowner. Or I'm moving into my new home, yep. and I call around and I get quotes from people to move me, move my furniture into the new house. And then you've got company licensed company number A, and they're like you know X dollars per hour with a two hour minimum. And licensed company number B is you know X dollars times two per hour. And then I call someone else, and they're half of the cheapest company I, I get. And wow, so I go with them now. I don't know what questions I should ask because I didn't listen to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show last week. <laughs> um, but if you had, you would know the questions that you should ask when you're looking for a mover because George listed them out. Yeah. Now, if someone doesn't know what questions to ask and they get, I'm going to, um, you know, a, a, a uh, what, what phrase can I use? It, I guess a... Um, a cheap mover who doesn't know what they're doing. I don't. I don't know how to say. That's it a good way to put it. Yeah, and, and they get someone like that, and right. they're moving stuff into my house, right. and then they're going up the stairs, and they drop their bureau, and it falls down the stairs, and then the guy who's on the bottom, it goes on top of him, and he hurts his back. Yeah. Okay. What happens with the homeowner in a situation like that? Yeah. So I mean. I heard uh, bits and pieces of George's show last yeah. week when you had him on. And he hit, he hit it right in the head, right? You know, cheaper it doesn't mean it's always better. Uh, and there's like a term, like a term for that. I'm right. thinking of it right now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's a great situation because obviously, you know, it, it can happen, right? So mm -hmm. think of it this way, you know, what if you had your friend help you move and they fell and right. they got hurt? Who, who's responsible there, right? I mean, yeah. a, as the homeowner, essentially, you know, you are. So yeah. really, you know, out of the gate, you want to make sure that, you know, any any moving company or really anyone that's doing work on your home as a homeowner is licensed and insured. So if those things do happen as the homeowner, you know, uh, you're not held liable. You know, if as a mover, they, you know, are moving a couch in your home and they, you know, hit a wall and put a huge hole in the wall, you know, again, right. Probably happens as more often than what you, you would think, you know, yep. if they're held liable under the day, you know, yeah, they're the one that is responsible for mm -hmm. it. So always, you always want to check when you have anyone coming in your home to do work, whether it's moving, moving in, moving out, any GC work, always make sure they're licensed and insured. Yeah. For sure. 
Right, because the, now the thing is, too, if, if someone, let's say that the company or the people that are doing the moving, they're using people that aren't their employees. Right. That's like another potential hairball, right? Right, right. I mean, and if those employees aren't insured, you know, through the company, then you have a, a disaster, you know, again, yeah. because who who's liable if something like that, like you just said, does does happen, right? Yeah. Again, at the end of the day, it'll fall you as the homeowner to, to figure that stuff out, you know? Right. And then if you're doing it yourself, you know, you're moving yourself in and, you know, you could always hurt your back or yeah. you can do things to, you know, your own well-being. I mean, you know, you and I... We work, we're, you know, we work for ourselves. If yeah. we don't get out and work to make money, we don't make money. Right. So if I, you know, wrench my back and I can't move because I was moving myself into a house, how much money did I save? Because I can't go out and work now. Right. Now you're on the, your couch, you know, recovering because right. you pulled your back out. For sure. Yeah. Yep. You know, so folks, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense to, in this particular example, use, you know, real licensed and insured movers, make sure they own their own trucks and, and look at the trucks. I mean, I've said this before, make sure that, you know, you want to see clean quilts. You don't want people, you know, putting quilts on your furniture that are that have like, you know, sand from the ground, you know, in, inside the quilts are going to scratch your furniture. OK, um, so other things, um, you know. Insurance, it's one of those things. People think it's, it's we were talking before the show, yeah. it's a bill. Yeah. It's an expense. Yeah. And yeah, it is an expense, okay? But if you're going to talk health insurance, you're going to talk homeowner's insurance, car insurance, um, liability insurance. Folks, you don't want to find out that you need one type of coverage when you need that type of coverage and you don't have it yeah. because you went with the cheapest company because you saw this commercial on television right. that you know they, they make it seem like it's it's so easy yeah yeah and you know i think we were talking outside like you said you know to your point people don't understand i think insurance because they think of it as a bill right right you know, my my the running joke in our office is you know life death taxes and insurance you know right. it's the necessary evil mm -hmm. and i don't look at it that way man i you know, I love what I do. You know, right. a big part of my business is working with first-time home buyers, making sure they're getting the right type of policy. Because end of the day, it may be too late. You know, and I think again, people really you appreciate that more. I think when you experience it. Mm -hmm. So, um, in 2017, right um, when Hurricane Harvey hit Houston, yeah, that 17, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I was down there, so I was oh, down really, there, yeah, for another job and. Um, the point of me telling you this is because I was working firsthand with people who were filing claims. And okay. I got to see that stuff firsthand. And that was kind of, and I've never experienced a, right. a home insurance claim before, you know. So when you see that stuff firsthand, I mean, we were in the epicenter of yeah. Hurricane Harvey. It's humbling, A, right. and it's very eye-opening. And mm -hmm. to your point again, you know, you don't want to be in that position where you have to file a claim or you have something disasters happen to your home and it's like right. oh well hey you weren't covered why because you either a, didn't know you needed it or mm -hmm. you skimped out when it was time to get the right coverage so yeah, yeah. And, and that's you know what one of the things i feel it's important that as a realtor and hopefully you know many of my colleagues do this it's our job especially with a first-time home buyer to educate them not just about the home buying process but about the home ownership yeah. process, right. okay? And that's one of those things. If, if you don't know what kind of insurance you should have, you're not going to know what kind of in questions to ask an insurance agent. Correct. And if you're calling up, you know, one of those 888 or 800 numbers right. on television, and you're not going to know what to ask, and their job is just to basically write as many policies because, again, insurance is a business, and you get these big companies that are owned by big hedge funds, 
they don't care that when you need them, you're not going to get the coverage you need. They just want to collect your premium every month. Right. Okay. Right. And, of course... Businesses exist for one purpose, to make a profit. Yes, I understand that, folks. But you, they also offer a value or should be offering something of value in you know, return for the fees that they're charging you, in this case, the premium. And if you know the right questions to ask, you're going to get the coverage that you need and not too much. What you don't want to do is you don't want to get too much coverage that you don't need. And that's one of the reasons why I love working with, you know, I can refer people to Al Robinson and he knows the questions that they should ask and he'll explain everything to them all right so that's and th- this is what's good i mean we were talking about one of, you know one of my uh, transactions that we just had to do an extension on <laughs> but um you know al he explains everything to them and they were unaware in this particular case it was two structures on one lot and so it's it you know because of the way the structures are it's two separate policies right. you know Al can explain that to them, and they understand why they should. Because he could have, I'm sure there was something you could have done where you could have just given them a really cheap policy that wouldn't have given them the coverage they needed. Of course. You could have, you know, cut corners and not done it, the, you know, quote, air quotes, right way. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? I mean, that's, that's the last thing I want to do because, again, like we just had said, if something does happen to that property and they're not properly covered and they mm-hmm. have to file a claim, six months down the road, you know, who, who's the bad guy? I mean, it's me because I didn't do it right. And you know, that's, again, that's really one of the best parts of my job is because I don't just get them a quote, write the policy, bind it. We're, we're with them very similar to you as a realtor for the life of that home. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to be able to be there if they have to change their policy, update their policy, add things, remove things. You know, it's not just a simple one and done. It really should be a lifetime transaction. And that's one of the things that I preach all the time is, you know, I want to be here. So I'm your resource for insurance. If anything Mm -hmm. insurance related comes up, I've I've told you this before, right? Yeah. Call me. Yeah. You know, if I don't have the answer, I'm going to get you the answer again, mm-hmm. because end of the day, we both have to be resources in that transaction, right? So, yeah. yeah. And, and that, and, and the, because the thing is, folks, if, you know, God forbid, you have a policy and then something happens, okay, there's a, a water event, a smoke event, um, a vandalism event, and yep. you need to, the coverage. The insurance company, your interaction with the insurance company in your time of need is either going to be fantastic Horrible or somewhere in between. Well, I'll tell you what. It's usually more. It's more likely to be horrible if you're buying cut rate budget insurance. Yeah, yeah. And to yeah. that point too, uh, I also believe that in the in our industry, in the insurance industry, I, I feel like people are more likely to complain about a bad experience than right. leave a review about a good experience, mm-hmm. right? And that's one of the things that we go through. Is you know so. At the point, we rate just about 20 companies. We're an independent agent. Right. A lot of companies are the household names that we've heard, you know, mm-hmm. the nationwides, the travelers of the world that we see the commercials on every night before right. we go to bed, right? And a lot of companies aren't those household names. So it's really our job to say, you know, with this company, you know, company ABC, mm-hmm. who are they? What do they do? Well, here are some of the reviews. You know, they're A-rated. They have those five-star reviews. You know, people say, well, you know, we see negative reviews as well. Well, that's because, again, people are, again, more likely to leave that negative yeah. feedback than leave it a positive review on an insurance company. You know, exactly. Just the nature of the industry. Now, explain something, because yeah. I didn't know this until, embarrassingly, I was an adult, okay, <laughs> um, about, like, insurance. So you guys, you are an independent agent. Correct. And you work with several different insurance companies. Right. I think a lot of consumers are unaware what insurance companies are and do. And then you have reinsurance companies. And yeah. So how is it... Um, 
how are you different than, let's say, um, I don't know, if it, Progressive or one of those companies that you just call the 800 sure. number? Explain the difference. I know now, but right. you can explain. Right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So it's, it's a great question. I think that's the thing is, you know, when you say the, the phrase insurance agent, people mm-hmm. are like, well, Al, like, what, do you, what do you do, right? Right. So, yeah, so essentially it's my job to get you the best policy at the best premium. So if you call me, you know, Joe Luca has a client. Hey, Al, I have client, you know, John Smith buying uh, 123 Main Street. Here's all of his information, boom, 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 boom. Or the client calls me. We go ahead and we, we begin shopping out. That, that home, right? So we're going to shop it out from start to finish. We're going to go through all of our companies. You know, I, I use, always use the term, leave no stone unturned and get them, again, the best policy for the best price, you know? So if I have three companies that come back, you know, for example, if one company comes back at 1200 bucks a year, one company comes back at $1,000 a year, one company comes back at $900 a year, and all those yep. policies are the same equivalent coverage-wise, then by default, yeah, I'm going to go with the cheaper. Mm-hmm. I'm not skimping out on, on that uh, process, you know. But again, it's just it's more than just that, you know. We bind a policy with you, you know. You're our client for life, so you know. As we know, for example, we do auto insurance as well too, right? So yep. every five or six years, the average person's buying a new car. So if you have an insurance policy with us, and five years later you buy another car, we're going to go ahead and you're going to call us at a point. We're going to update that policy. So again, it's really essentially your one stop shop, you know. And that's the thing I think. When we tell people we do the shopping for you, it kind of, you know, gives them that sigh of relief. I mean, who, right. wants, to, who wants to call a company, a 1-800 number, and yeah. be on hold for, you know, 30 minutes or whatever, or yeah. talk, to a, talk to a non-human, which is the mm-hmm. other piece that people just don't want to deal with, you know, regardless. And, right. again, big part of our business is first-time home buyers. A lot of millennial buyers, they don't want to do that. You mm-hmm. know, they want to be able to text in or email in, get right. a quote like that. And, again, that's what we do, you know, mm-hmm. and that's really... What separates us from, you know, just calling one company is, again, we do all that work for you. Right. You know, so we make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, you know, it, it it's important because it's kind of like, you know, um, Al is is the conduit or the nexus. You, he gets, he collects everything that you need. Okay, you're buying a single family house and, you know, uh, you know, heated by gas or heated by oil or what, whatever the other series of questions are, how old it is, where the near closest fire hydrant is, yep. things like that. And he gets all of that stuff and then how old the buyers are. I don't know if that's a factor. You know, whether you're married, have kids, all these different, whatever the data right. points are. Right. He gets all those data points. And then he says, oh, this is probably going to best fit this insurance company. They're really good with these types of, you know, homes in, you know, East Chapipi, Rhode Island. <laughs> so it, that's and it, that's what makes it a lot easier because we're all busy today. Yeah. We don't have time to go and do all that research ourselves. So rely on someone who already knows all about it. And that's why it's it's fantastic just to... Here, call Al Robinson, okay? LaPointe Insurance, they've got it down. Now, the best number for them to reach you at? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm i always available, so I would prefer my cell. Um, mm-hmm. So 401-632-5325. We actually have the ability, too, to get you a quote through an online portal, LaPointeInsurance.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we'll be, they can fill out a quick form, and we can... Once we have all the information, we can combine it and get you a quote uh, within, within a day. You know, yeah. it's a very quick turnaround time. And, uh, again, you know, we... Our motto is we want to be able to educate you, but also make it easy and, and again, make it fun. I mean, let's face the right. facts. Insurance is, is boring by nature, right? I mean, uh, looking at 85-page policies all day can can get pretty boring. But exactly. it's really my job to make it fun, you know, not only for the client, but, you know, for anyone involved in the transaction. So the realtor, you know, mm-hmm. the lender, again, um, you know, to your point, I mean, 
if you have a resource that can get your client an insurance quote, that's kudos to you. I mean, yeah. you look like a rock star to that right. client because you're going above and beyond. Uh, again, it's not a lot of work for us to do that for you. Right. And it, it makes everyone happy in the day, right? So, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, I want to point out too, because, you know, Al mentioned something kind of just casually, but it's a big deal. You know, a lot of times these national companies, and we're beating up on Progressive in this particular case, but whatever, whatever the national company is, and there are some that have names I've never heard of. Yeah. And I think they work with different insurance companies, but it just, it, it, it feels kind of, you know, slimy the way they these commercials are but nevertheless a lot of the technology a lot of the um you know the interface that these companies offer at these national companies offer LaPointe insurance has right. just like you know this should sound familiar folks if you've been listening to this show because i say the same thing with lenders okay and joel Bissett just pointed this out another great lender um the local guys they're part of the local community. They support local teams, local businesses. They eat out here, okay? And nine times out of ten, they have the same, all the same bells and whistles, air quotes, <laughs> um, that these national companies have. But the big difference is you, when you get someone on the phone, you get someone on the other side of the, the app that you're using, you have a human being that really, you know, cares, not someone that's just trying to just like process another, you know, transaction, process another transaction, like stamp, move on, stamp, move right. on. With the local insurance guy, local lenders, you're going to get customized personal service. And they pretty much have the other stuff, the technology, it's all there. They just don't have the opportunity to communicate that to everybody because they're not spending millions of dollars on advertising. And oh, by the way, folks... How do you think they pay for that millions of dollars in advertising by your premiums? Nice. So it's not as cheap as they make it seem. Well, I think the other thing, too, is, you know, turn on, you know, turn on a ball game tonight, you know, right. tomorrow. How many insurance commercials are you going to see? Yeah, that's know? right. And don't get me wrong, like, uh, like with the, the household names, the progression, uh, progressives, the nationwides, you know, the Geico's of the world, they do put out some funny stuff. Let's right. face the facts. I mean, you know, the first thing when I hear Geico, I think of yeah. the, the lizard. I right, mean, yeah, like, yeah. like everyone does, you know. And yeah. again, they're, they're, uh, they're great companies, but... That's kind of how we see it on our end, too, is that, you know, you're, you're brainwashed. So as a first-time home buyer, if you as a lender say, hey, John Smith client, go out and get mm -hmm. insurance, where does your mind go? It right. goes to the TV because you mm -hmm. just saw a Geico commercial or a Progressive yeah. commercial. Or maybe you have, you know, your auto already with a company. So you think, oh, my auto's with them. Boom, let me call them. Yeah. Is it the easiest option? It could be. Um, is it the best option and the, the best value? It could be. Yeah. How do you know that unless mm -hmm. you shop it out? Right. Yeah. And that's, again, that's what we focus on is, you know, saying, listen, here's what we represent. We've gone through that on the line. Here's your best option. Here's the best price. Here's what you have for coverage. Um, what do you think? Yeah. And that's when the floodgates open, as I say, and you get, oh, what does this coverage do? Or what does right. that coverage do? You know, so it's a, um, it's always an experience. But, yep. again, I, I love, I love what I do. I yeah. Love what I do. And, I, and I, again, see, Al's passionate about what he does. All right. Just like. I'm passionate about what I do. When you're dealing with local people, you can pick up on that energy and you can really benefit from it. Okay. I want to take a quick break. We've got some shout outs to some of our friends who are tuning in on Facebook Live. My buddy Elvira Pratano. Okay. She, this woman is awesome. Okay. She has a nonprofit organization that raises its uh, monies for people who are suffering with breast cancer but it's on the local level and you want you definitely need to go to her website it's elvirasgiftforhope.org okay they have a 50-50 raffle 
It's up to thirteen thousand two hundred twenty dollars. Okay, they want to get up to fifteen thousand, and the tickets are only five dollars each. Okay, so check her out, Elvira's Gift for Hope dot org. It's a fantastic, fantastic charity. Elvira, this is her busy season. She's an accountant, but she still makes time to not only raise the money but also actually get out there and assist these individuals who really need it. Okay. Quick shout out also to Joel Bissett talking about local lenders who work hard for their clients. Okay. And my partner and my friend, Don Morano. <laughs> Data Don. I always, you know, I tell her why DB, you know, you do bomb because she's so awesome. She does a great job helping me and our team be as successful as we are. You know, we're the number six team at the REMAX offices of uh, REMAX Preferred Properties in town and country. We're number six out of 12 teams, so we're doing a real good job, and uh, we're very fortunate. So, Don Morano, hello to Don. And hello to my cousin, John Salona, who just tuned in on Facebook Live. John's watching on Facebook from North Providence. And uh, John, he has a, and I, wanna, I don't want to say habit, but he, he does this thing where he, Posts pictures of delicious food that he's eating. And I can like I could have just finished dinner, and then John will post like these you know spaghetti meatball or whatever it is that he's going to eat, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to go to John's house. That sounds so good right now. Yeah, too. I know. Yeah, me too. I haven't had dinner yet. You know. Same. So, folks, it's about six thirty. Listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI ninety nine point nine on the FM dial thirteen eighty AM. Uh, and Facebook Live. We're here with our very special guest, Al Robinson the Fourth from LaPointe Insurance. And we're talking about insurance, okay? We're talking about why you need to have the right coverage. And a lot of times, you may not get the right coverage, the coverage you're going to need in a time of need if you're working with a national company who doesn't know anything about you, where you live, and what you're doing, okay? Um, you know... One of the things that, um, yeah, that we were talking about is, is, you know, homeowner's insurance, okay? You need to have, there are probably different categories of homeowner's insurance. I mean, if you're buying a $250,000 single-family house or you're buying a million-dollar single-family house, right. or probably, is it like with loans? You got a jumbo loan? You get like jumbo insurance or something like that? Well, again, you know, all the insurance company necessarily cares about is the cost to rebuild the home. And again, that's a lot different than the price you're paying for the home. And that's a question that we get all the time. You know, I had a client call me this morning and she's like, Hal, you know, I'm, I'm buying this home for 400, blah, 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 thousand. Why why do I only have, you know, 300,000 in insurance? It's like, Mm -hmm. well, you know, you're, that's your market value, right? The insurance company doesn't care about what you're paying for the home or what school district the home's in, or do you have a waterfront view? All they simply care about is the brick and mortar building. So if this building does go down in a claim, you know, uh, what's the cost to rebuild it to pre-claim condition? Um, so that's really the big difference on our end is, you know, um, and like realtors yeah, all the time will say, hey, you know, the, the loan amounts X, Y, Z. Yeah, that's fine. You know, uh, I don't necessarily need to go by that because I right. go by what the home's rebuild value is. So it's two different numbers that we go by. Yeah. So, OK, so this is, you know, as everybody who listens to this show knows, the real estate market is really hot right now. And there are just it's like a competition when you're trying to buy a house You're competing with the other buyers. Okay. And Don and I have some clients and we were uh, negotiating on a house last week and the house was listed at $659,000 and our buyers really wanted this house. So we put an offer in it for $679,000 with an escalator 
addendum going up to 700000 And the buyer was like, if, if it doesn't appraise, I'll pay for the difference. Right. And I was like, holy cow, that's really a fantastic it, offer. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, it wasn't good enough to get the house because it went to highest and best. Oh. So... I was like, we, you know, Don and I were scratching our heads and we were like, Jeepers Crow, I mean, this is a lot of money. Now, we had done our, you know, comps and we knew what else had sold. And there was another house that had sold for 729000 that was 1,100 square foot feet bigger, had much more land, also had a water view, fresh water view, and then it also had a finished basement. So it was a much larger house right. and it was kind of a fancier house. That sold for seven twenty nine, and... Our buyer, she ended up going up to $725,000 for this house. Now, she did not get the house because someone else apparently paid more than that. So for the person who, let's say they paid $730,000 for this house. Mm -hmm. Now, the house was originally valued at a price at $659,000. And the the town had it assessed at $459,000, I think. Right. Okay. Um, let's just say, to make it simple for argument, that the replacement cost is $525,000. So the person that paid $730,000 to buy this house, and then hopefully it doesn't happen, it burns down or uh, somebody you know that gets blown down by a hurricane, does the insurance company just give them money to replace it, or do they actually say, okay... Replace it, and then we pay for the foundation. We pay for you know for the items. How does that part work? Yeah, so it's a great question. Again, we get it all the time, and it's really a matter of going uh, both ways, right? Mm-hmm. So again, the insurance company determines what's the home's rebuild value, and a lot of companies yep. offer guaranteed replacement costs. So if you know your insurance policy says the home's rebuild is five eighty nine, and you mm-hmm. have you have a guaranteed replacement cost, they're going to pay if it goes to six or or six plus. Okay. Uh, it, it really depends. A lot of these homes you can't rebuild for, for those numbers. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where it comes into what, what is that case. So end of the day, it's really up to the insurance company what that amount is. So if that amount is at 589 and it's guaranteed, you know, whatever it costs to rebuild, boom, you get it. You know, if it can't be rebuilt, then yeah, sometimes there is, you know, they have to pay, they, they pay it out essentially. Yeah. Now, do you, do they, if you had, um, we're, you know, right here in Woonsocket, not far from the North End where there are a lot of beautiful Victorian homes. Yeah. If you have a home that has, you know, it it's, was built in 1910 and has all this ornate woodwork and, and let's say, God forbid, there's a fire and maybe it's not a total loss, but it's a significant loss. Yeah. Do, do, is there a different kind of insurance for that kind of a home? You know, like you have an antique car, you get antique car insurance. Right. Is there something like that with homes like that that, okay, just to buy the, you know, a railing and a baluster and all of balustrade and whatnot, it only costs this much money. But to get the one like they had in that house from 1910 would cost five times as much. Are there different types of policies for those types of homes? Yeah, there are. And again, you know, um, when the insurance company is assessing the cost to rebuild those homes that typically is built in. So mm-hmm. if it's a custom grade home, that's part of that rebuild value. You know, mm-hmm. if it's a, we call it builder's grade or just kind of a stock grade, that should be incorporated in the rebuild value. So, you know, with things like that, I always tell clients like, um, you know, what's the inside of the home look like? You know, send me some photos. What do you, what do you have? You know, we obviously can look by the property record cards when the home was built. Right. And then again, go by what the square footage is. So, you know, I, I, I hate to say it's not necessarily an algorithm how the home is rebuilt, but if mm-hmm. things like that, that are, you know, irreplaceable, that's really, right. um, yeah, like always double check to make sure those things are covered or at least 
the numeric value is there to cover those things because if that stuff does get lost, I mean, yeah, you, sometimes you can't you can't replace those things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so now <clears throat> something else. So I just had um, a couple of weeks ago over the winter. You know, we had all those windstorms and whatnot, and uh, I've got a lot of trees on my property, yep. and we lost some trees. They, of course, they didn't completely fall down. They like break off at like 10 or 12 feet high and now they just look like heck. Yep. I got some of those too. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I called North Smithfield uh, tree service, uh, Mike Mungin, fantastic job. Um, I've used them professionally on, you know, refer them to clients. He's done an unbelievable job. They, they're, they get there when they're supposed to get there. They get the job done. They're clean. They clean up after themselves. Like they don't leave a mess on the property. They do a great job. So anyway, I hired them. Yeah. And I probably could have hired, like, somebody on Craigslist for, I don't know, a fraction of what I paid them. Sure. But the reason you don't want to do that, folks, is because if someone gets hurt, cutting down a tree can be pretty dangerous. Yeah. And I would imagine if someone got hurt on my property cutting down a tree I, and, I, and they weren't licensed and insured, they could sue me, correct? Absolutely. I mean, that's, again, back to our main conversation earlier about, you know, who are you hiring? Right. You know, what's their reliability? And yeah. again, are they licensed and insured? Back to the same example. If you hired your friend Al Robinson to help you cut down trees right. and Al fell and, and got hurt, yeah. who would be who would be liable for it? Yeah. So, yeah, and we get the tree question all the time. Um, oh, really? You know, especially oh, not, 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 I thought it was a unique question. Well, okay. yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> not in that aspect, but in, in yeah. the aspect of, you know, hey, I have a tree on my property, but there's overhanging branches on, you know, that go over to my neighbor's. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I have one in my backyard where yeah. I have this big branch that goes over, you know, yep. into the neighbor's yard. So if that falls, who's liable? And yeah. uh, it's we actually get that with a lot of first-time homebuyers, too, surprisingly. Like, yeah. they're doing their, their due diligence, you know, to avoid. Yep. And again, like... Um, as a homeowner, again, you're responsible, right? So unless your neighbor goes to the town of North Providence and says, mm-hmm. hey, you know, my neighbor Al Robbins has an overhanging tree, uh, it's rotted, I'm in fear. You know, if the town says, well, Al, you got to trim this tree down, otherwise, hey, you know, mm-hmm. if there's no proof of that, again, at the end of the day, it's going to be on whoever has the damage to their home. So if that tree damages your neighbor's home, your neighbor's the one that needs to go through the claims process and Mm-hmm. get paid essentially so we get that all the time yeah interesting yeah so you maybe think of something else um okay I, as a realtor i have to have what, what's called e and o insurance errors and omissions and it insures me against guess what errors and yeah. omission but there are certain things that if i do things wrong like if i commit fraud okay if i fill out a seller's disclose sales disclosure myself and the seller doesn't fill, fill it out um my errors and omission insurance is not going to cover me. Yeah. So is there a situation where with a homeowner's policy, I hope this isn't getting too wonky, um, <laughs> a homeowner's policy that you, you know, like if someone did do something like that, like hired, you know, Vinnie Boombots to come and cut the tree down. Right. And then he broke his arm and now they want to sue, you know, the homeowner. Can the homeowner's policy say, wait a minute, you're not supposed to do that. We're not going to pay that. Or... Like, are there conditions when they're, like, the homeowner would just be, like, you know, up the creek? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They would. Yeah, the latter of the two. And again, it's just, you know, that's the whole point of having liability, right? You know, when when you get trained to sell insurance, you learn about property and casualties. So both sides of it. You know, property being the physical home and anything in it itself. Yep. And the casualty side, you know, look it up in Webster. That's you now the word liability is, is usually linked to it, right? right? So, yeah, I mean, um, it's always going to fall on the homeowner for stuff like that. 
my best advice is, you know, when you are shopping around for home insurance or you have a current policy, look at what you have for your liability limits. Mm-hmm. Most people have anywhere between 300000 to 500000 uh, half a million. That's usually your average amount. Yep. Um, talk, to, talk to your agent. Um, talk to us at LaPointe Insurance. You know, to go from a half a million to a million dollars in liability uh, is not a lot of money. Right. Um, and again, it's just a matter of asking. You know, if you call a place like, you know, 1-800-whatever, you know, right. they're probably not going to ask you those things. They're going to say, yeah. you know, boom, here's what it is. You need to close in your home. Here's the home's rebuild value. Mm-hmm. Here's your personal property. Boom, 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 boom. Is this good? Great. Sign here. You know, yeah. we take the time to break those stuff, those things down. Because, you know, when you send an insurance policy to a new first-time home buyer, they're right. looking at these numbers going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What what is this? You know, yep. What what's this medical payments? What's this personal property? What does that cover? Right. And again, you go down that rabbit hole of answering the questions and again informing them as to what they're covered for. So, best advice you know from the casualty side of things mm-hmm. is see what your company has to offer for liability, and if you can um, afford to, to max it out, it might run you a few bucks more a month. Right. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Right. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Again, I mean, folks, you're listening listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. We're talking with Al Robinson the Fourth from Lapointe Insurance about scenarios where you should have a good insurance policy to protect you from unnecessary liability, and then also to protect your home and your belongings so that they can be replaced if. Heaven forbid that happens. They need to be replaced. Okay. Um, You know, these big companies, they just make it so easy with, you know, shooting out their phone number and their website and things like that. But what we want to do is we want people to know your phone number. What's the best way for them to reach you again? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my phone number, cell phone's 401-632-5325. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, LaPointe Insurance. Yeah. One of the things we do, Joe, as you probably know, is we try to make insurance fun. I've said that a few times tonight. And uh, some of the content we put out... uh, has to be relatable, right? Again, mm-hmm. you look at some of the commercials on TV, they're relatable, they're funny. So yeah. we try to do the same thing. Yep. We, you know, a few months ago, we did a spoof on uh, The Fresh Prince. Right. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, which that was a fun little shoot. We did uh, yeah. a spoof on Full House. We have some awesome stuff coming yep. um, in the works right now. So um, we try to make it fun, you know, mm-hmm. and we also try to keep the insurance theme throughout so people understand it and get some value out of it. Right. But yeah, you can find us uh, on social media. We're very responsive on social media, uh, lapointeinsurance.com. Um, yeah. And Lapointe is L A P O I N T E. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lapointe Insurance. Um, you know, their offices are in Fall River. Uh, Al uh, lives in North Providence. He's always, you know, pretty much. I'm everywhere, man. I, he, 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 you know, Al's everywhere because, you know, he not only is he net, out networking all the time, he likes he likes to golf a little bit. Just a, just a little. Just bit. a little bit. So, you know, he, he kind of, you know, he hits the links quite a bit. So um, wherever you are, if you have questions about insurance, and, you know, one of the best ways to find out if the policy that you have now is good is talk to another insurance guy or gal person. Um, and you can certainly give Al a call. You can go to, you know, LaPointe Insurance on Facebook, on Instagram, or you can call Al directly at... 401-632-5325. And yeah, I mean, an insurance checkup should be like any other checkup in your yeah. life, right? You know, we go for a physical every year. You can do the same thing with your insurance policy. Yep. Uh, a, to make sure you have the right type of coverage, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, to, to shop it out, you know, I yeah. mean, you could potentially be have some savings there. So we want to make sure we cover all of our bases for you as as the client. So it's a great idea to look at that every 
every few years, you know, yep. to make sure it's in line with, you know, your home and, and what you're doing, you know, because you could be adding more stuff to your home. Yeah. You know, you want to make sure that if you're making an addition to your home, that the addition's covered. If right. you're bringing in more personal belongings, more personal property, mm-hmm. you may need to have that endorsed uh, and, and double checked. So it's always great to have that checkup, you know, yeah. like anything else. Yeah. Yep. Now, I live in a house. My house was built in 1800. But there are other houses that aren't that old that maybe have, you know, they're fancy houses. Yeah. My house was not a fancy house. Um, it's just old. But there were fancy houses like on the north end of, of Woonsocket where they'll have like slate roofs oh, yeah. and fancy things like that. Does Are those, um, do they require like a special something provision in, in a policy? Yeah, because exactly. Yeah, great question. So not, yeah, because not all, like with your example, slate roofs, not all companies want to insure that risk. We have companies okay. that, that will, that will. Okay. Um, but yeah, again, as an agent, you know, yep. if you call insurance company ABC and they say, how old your roof? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the, uh, what's the material? Do you say slate? They might say, well, we can't insure you. So then you're forced to call 1-800-something right, else, you know? Right. So again, you know, back to our point about being an agent, we have the ability to fit your needs, right? Mm-hmm. And and make it customizable. And I think, um, you know, that's one of the things that we always look at is, you know, the updates on the home, right? So right. roofing is always big. Um, heating, plumbing, electrical updates. Do you have any dogs? That's always the big one. Uh, yeah, you just took the yeah, cause yeah. I want to ask that yep. question next. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, do you have any dogs? Swimming pool? Right. Is there a wood stove, trampoline? So again, we want to make sure we cover all of those things because A, you know, if there is an issue and there's a claim or a risk involved. Right. Do you have the right type of coverage? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, you know, the right amount endorsed in your policy? Um, and again, you know, if your roof is 30 years old, you know, mm-hmm. could there be a claim down the road? And again, that's, it's our job to assess those things, right? So, yep. Okay. So if I put a new roof on my house, yep. okay, I bought my house, it was a foreclosure. We, you know, cleaned things up, did a lot of work to it, but there, I don't know how old the roof is. I mean, it's not leaking. It's relatively new, but yep. if I put a new roof, would that make a difference in an, in an insurance policy? It really, it really depends, premium? you know. So with a newer home, so if everything is brand new, right. homes built in 2021, let's mm-hmm. say, yes, depending on where the home is located, you're probably going to get a pretty good rate. I did a single family in a brand new build in Cumberland. Mm-hmm. Cumberland uh, last week was Thursday. Um, really good rates, brand, brand new home. But again, everything was brand new. So from an insurance company standpoint, yeah, the risk should be pretty minimal. You know, right. if we get a massive <clears throat> windstorm, mm-hmm. um, that roof is probably going to be okay because it's, mm-hmm. it's brand new, you know. Um, you know, when you get into older boilers, older water tanks, yep. older electric, that's when we have to say, all right, you know, how old is it? You know, right. Is it at the end of its life? You know, are you going to wake up one morning and have <coughs> a basement full of water because your uh, hot water tank exploded? That happened to me a few weeks ago, <laughs> a few months ago, by the way. It was fun. Yeah. Um, so, you know, th- that's the stuff that, that the insurance companies will look at, you know, yep. again, to assess Mm-hmm. The risk, and you know, when you start going down the line with calling an insurance company and pointing these things out, you know, you might have a brand new roof, brand new heating, brand new plumbing, but mm-hmm. you have, you know, a trampoline and and two pit bulls. You know, <laughs> that company might be okay with insuring the home, but yes. now you have other risks that have to tie into that. So right. again, there's two sides that you have to look at. Yeah. Um, so just kind of back to my point about being, you know, being able to customize that policy and mm-hmm. getting a client the right type of coverage. You know, I, I can't preach that enough. I mean. You know, you see the commercials, you know, don't only pay for what you need is this right. the tagline you hear sometimes, you know. You can really do it with any insurance policy. It's a matter of kind of asking though, yeah. you know. Um and asking the right question. And people people don't don't know know yeah, you know, as a first time home buyer, you think, Oh, you know, here's what I need, you know, your lender says or real says, Hey, go out and get insurance, here's what I need, you go out and get it and now you're stuck with it. Right. 
And I learned, you know, I, I'm a testament to that because when I, we bought our first home, uh, it was like, all right, go out and get insurance. You know, yeah. I went to, I won't say the company, but I went to the company uh, and I was with them for two, almost two and a half years. Right. And then when I reshopped it, I got a better policy with a different company for yep. half the price. So holy now it's, cow. yeah. So now it's like, holy smokes, like, um, you know, it, it's a matter of just doing the legwork, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and by calling an independent insurance agent, you know, we're going to ask you a dozen or so questions. You might be on the phone right. for a minute. Yeah. But we're going to do this with 20 companies. Comprehensive, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, again, it's your one-stop shop when yeah. it comes to insurance. And um, well, I think when people understand our process and how it works, you know, that light bulb moment comes on. Yep. Like, oh, all right, now I get what you do and yeah. and, uh, and what you've done for us, you know? So, and again, that's, that's, that's why I love what I do. It's that yep. educational piece, you know? Mm-hmm. I always tell people, you know, <coughs> first-time homebuyers, all right, you might not know anything about insurance, but you're going to learn. You're going to learn yeah. You're going, to, you're going to learn something about this policy. So when you pick up this policy in a year or two years and look at it, you're going to know what coverage A means right. or what coverage you know C means. Yeah. Um, and that's again just why I, I love I love what I do. So now you mentioned pets. Yeah. Okay. So snakes, lizards, yep. dogs. We, we call those exotic. Uh, snakes are exotic animals. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Exotic. So do those? If someone has a boa constrictor, yeah. is that a, like a greater potential liability than say a guinea pig? Yeah, for obvious reasons, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. Would, that, would, that Im- yeah. would that impact their their homeowner's insurance? Yeah, because, you know, there are some companies that might not uh, want to write, write that, you know, because so of that. So what happens if the homeowner doesn't tell the insurance company that they have a So there's really two things is, you know, so at, when whenever you get a new home insurance policy, mm-hmm. right? So we'll use just the stock home insurance policy. Every company has to go out there and inspect the home. So if they go out there, you know, after you close 90 days later, whatever the case may be, and they see a, you know, 14-foot boa that wasn't disclosed at, <laughs> right. the, at the time we wrote the policy, yeah. that, that could be a, a concern, you know, because a yeah. lot of companies won't write that. Um, so what do we do? We need to go back to the drawing board to find a company that would write that. Um, and I haven't seen it really with snakes because that's, right. you know, uh, something that doesn't come up too often. But yeah. when it does, yeah, like it has to be addressed right away. We see it a lot more with dogs, you know. Okay, that's, yeah, I was leading to that. Can you mention yeah. You know, because I know when I was, I didn't have a dog when I bought my house. And yeah. I wanted to get a dog. Now, I wanted I, I wanted to get, like, either a German Shepherd or, you know, one of the, a dog like that. Because sure. they're really smart. Absolutely. And, of course, I quickly found out that, you know, German Shepherds, Doberman Pinsers, uh, you know, Rottweilers, um, Cane Corsos, all those dogs that I, I kind of like. They're great dogs. Yeah. <laughs> the insurance companies, they're not too fond of them. Yeah. And... I know, I just want to say this to my friends that own pit bulls and everything else. I know these dogs are really nice, but the reason insurance companies have this policy, it's a policy, right? I mean, is because the data indicate that this type of a breed or this mix of breed bites more often, isn't it? Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. And again, you know, uh, there are companies that will take a German Shepherd but not a pit bull. Um, You know, so you kind of, again, have to find out right. those things, you know? So you call one company, say, I have a pit bull and a German Shepherd, they might say, no, you know, sorry, yeah. we, we don't want to take on uh, take on that risk. So mm-hmm. you have to have options. And as an insurance agent, you have to understand that everyone has different, you know, uh, different options, you know, different yeah. things that ha- they have to customize to their new home. The last thing you want to do is get into, you know, a snag where you're trying to close a deal. Because mm-hmm. again, at the end of the day, you need to have insurance to close. You have right. to have a binder at your closing table. Yep. If you don't have that binder, you know, Joe Lucas calling me, right. you know, the lender is calling me, John Dolbeck's calling me, right. Al, Al, where's the binder? What's going on? And I have to say, well, you know, Joe, John, he's got 
two pit bulls. So I'm really yeah. trying to reshop his policy. So yeah, back to kind of the question is there are companies that are going to uh, have concerns with mm-hmm. those type of dogs um, to the point where, you know, a lot of times they may ask for, like we get all the time, you know, it's a uh, lab mix. Well, what's mm-hmm. the mix? Right. Is it, you know, is it a lab German Shepherd? Is it a lab pit bull? Is it a, right. uh, you know, lab uh, King Corso? You know, like right. what, what is it? Yeah. Um, and sometimes they'll say, well, send me a, a picture so we can kind of see what it is. So mm-hmm. they, they get pretty granular, you know, but again, yeah. it's end of the day to protect them, but also protect you. Because yeah. if that dog does bite somebody, you want to make sure you have the right policy and it's endorsed with those exactly. things. Exactly. And, and that's the thing, yeah. folks. You know, it doesn't, it does not pay literally to misrepresent um, what you have. You know, no, I don't have a trampoline that I'm looking at in the backyard. Because if somebody gets hurt in that trampoline, you're not going, you're probably not going to have any coverage for it, correct? Uh, depending on what company, yeah. yeah. Again, because some companies won't write it, yeah. Yeah, so you don't want to find out that you don't have coverage. The same thing with, with, um, with the dog. If you have a dog that's a pit bull mix, don't misrepresent that fact yeah. to the insurance company because if you need coverage, you may not have it. And you don't want to find out that you don't have it when yeah. you need it. And surprisingly, like, you know, contrary to what most people think, like, the pit bulls, yeah, like, they do get the bad, they get the bad rap, in this yeah. case, the facts, because we know, we know why, but some companies don't charge a lot of money if you have a pit bull. Right. Um, and again, if you don't know that, you're just mm-hmm. assuming, because of what you've probably heard, you know, or seen horror stories about right. people getting bitten and not being covered, but if you don't ask, how do you, how do you know? You know, right. and that's half the battle is, you know, like, people say, oh, you know, I always ask a client, you know, do you have any dogs? Yeah, I have, and they stole, and then you know it's like a pit bull, you know? <laughs> right. oh, well, that's fine, you know? Yeah. We have companies that will will write it. Um, yeah. So, end of the day, it's about finding a solution. You know, mm-hmm. and everyone has a, everyone is going to have. It's not going to be your cookie cutter. You know, single family home, right. two thousand square feet, beautiful home. Like you know, we realize that there's other homes out there besides that. Yeah. We have to kind of find that. You know, fit that box around the client. Yeah, and uh, there's there's ways to do it. You know, and you know, I, I just want to point something out, folks, because this is what Al is describing that he has to do sometimes. Is what you know. We as realtors have to do. We have to prob- solve problems. Yes. We're problem solvers. <laughs> yes. yes. And you know, sometimes people are kind of. I first meet them. They're a little timid about what they're looking for, and you know how much they can spend and things like that. And you know what? Not believe me, folks. Okay. Very very few homes are super neat and super clean. Yep. Very very few people have perfect credit and make lots of money. Right. <laughs> you know, and very very few people, you know, probably have like, you know, uh, you know, vanilla medium vanilla insurance needs. Yeah. You know, we're all a little bit different if it has to do with the size of your family, the location of the home, whatever your needs are. It is what it is, and our job as professionals is to accommodate you the consumer. You know, and, you know, with, with, with me and, you know, John Dolbeck, it's, it's kind of like you really can't misrepresent it because if you're going to buy a house, you have to be forthcoming. And John has to know if you can, you know, how much you make and all that information. Um, with insurance, you can miss the consumer can misrepresent him or herself to the insurance agent, the insurance company. And they may think they get away with it until they need something. Yeah, or something happens, you know, that's yeah. a claim, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not worth it, okay? You just, it, be forthcoming, usually it's not as big of a deal as you think it is, okay? Um, 
You know, now it, people who are looking to buy homes and they're trying to get financed and they're in the food and beverage in industry, that can be a challenge. But it's not a definite no. If you're self-employed, it's not a definite no. There are things that can be done, and that's why you want to work with a local lender like John Dolbeck at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation or Joel Bissett from Navigant. Um, you know, these are folks, this is what they do. They solve problems. You know, we don't... Um, make money. We are not successful by s- saying no to everything. Yeah. If it's a realtor, if it's an insurance guy, if it's a lender, whomever it may it is, our job, part of our job, is saying, "All right." So it's not, you know, I don't have the cash buyer who has a half a million dollars to buy a house. I've never had a cash buyer who has a half a million dollars <laughs> to buy a house. Um, but everything else in between, I have had. Okay, so there's nothing in my case. There's nothing I haven't seen, and Al's been in his business long enough. There, there are probably very few things that he hasn't seen. So, whatever your situation is, be forthcoming. Just be honest. Share the information, and ask. And it's like, well, we're thinking about getting a pit bull. How much is that going to impact our premium? Oh, twenty five dollars a month, or twenty five dollars a year, or whatever it is. I don't know. Okay. Oh, that's not that bad. We can deal with that. Yeah. You know, ask the questions. If you have the animal already, okay, well, it's going to cost an extra $100 a month for the 40-foot boa constrictor. (laughs) But maybe there's something else we can do to, you know, save some money somewhere else in the policy so we can keep the boa constrictor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, that's just my point about, um, you know, you mentioned problem solving. That's kind of like another running joke in our office. I always talk to, you know, Rick Rick Lehman in my office. We always say we're, we're problem solvers. You know, we're here to... Get help get you to that closing table because again, <clears throat> need that binder to close, yeah. But there might be some bumps along the way, but it's our job to kind of smooth that surface exactly. out so so yeah. you get there, yeah. And uh, you hate to say no, like you said, you hate to say no, but sometimes you know, uh, you have to, but mm-hmm. other most of the times it's well, we got a way around that, you know, yeah. here's how we can make it work, you know? yeah. And and you know, and from my perspective, you know, I'll sometimes I have colleagues and they complain about everything, it's like. I don't know. I love my job. I'm doing a great thing, helping someone buy a home. But it's work. It, and it, it's work when you have something that's not like, you know, cookie cutter, smooth and easy. I'm reminded that it's work. Okay, yes. This person's only approved for X number of dollars and they're trying to buy a two-family home and there are none out there that are, you know, really habitable yeah. for that price. Well, it's work. All right. And John, excuse me, Al and I have worked to hopefully educate you guys about insurance tonight. I want to thank Al very much for coming to the show um, and thank you, Joe. sharing Appreciate all it. of his expertise and experience with us. You're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, folks, right here on WNRI 99.9 in the FM dial, 1380 AM. Of course, Facebook Live. Uh, we thank our sponsors, GMET's Moving and Storage, Beacon Title and Escrow, and John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at First Home Mortgage. We will be back next week. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.